Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Hi, How Are You? Thank you so much for joining us once again on this beautiful Friday. We hope you guys are having an amazing day, getting ready to turn up and do what you do on this great Friday. Here again with Mondine, bringing him back. How you doing today, Mondine? Mondeezy. I'm doing very well. Thank you. Oh, good to hear. Good to hear. Well, we're here today uh, talking about some cool, cool stuff. But right off the bat, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about this New York weed conduct that's going down. Did you hear about it a little bit at all or no? Um, a little bit here and there. Um, what do you have in mind? What? No, so specifically what I want to talk about is like how we're here in California and we don't really have the right laws yet around cannabis, even though we were one of the first recreation, recreational states. A lot of people think that we're like the hub of cannabis, which in a way we are. We have a lot of the best growers here uh, that do some of the best crop. But at the same time, we have some of the wackiest laws. So two laws that specifically New York implemented that I thought were really dope was one, public consumption, because I think that it's right now a problem where I think a lot of resources from police are being misused to battle public consumption because I don't think it's a problem at all. Um, and I like uh, New York's approach to it. Anywhere cigarettes can be smoked, weed can be smoked too. Oh, and I think that uh, California should adopt that. What do you think? Well, you know, it's a logical, logical um, step to take, meaning, uh, you know, if they allow cigarette smoking in uh, certain places. Do you right? think they should allow cigarette smoking? If, if they allow cigarette smoking where weed is legal, do you think they should allow, like, uh, weed smoking in casinos? Absolutely. I think they should. Not only that, but see, when you think about cigarette smoking, we know there are documented studies galore where so many of the chemicals actually cause cancer yeah 100%. and so many people die from it yeah yearly and so when you compare that to smoking weed which doesn't even have one uh documented death from its usage it's a no-brainer i mean how can you compare one to the other percent. it's like light and darkness yeah so they implemented that rule which i think is absolutely fantastic it's going to help to free up really a lot of their resources from going to just in my opinion useless um policing i think would be a great way to put it because i do believe uh tickets for smoking marijuana in public is useless policing um i have a lot of respect for our, our men and women in blue but i think that uh, we have a lot more pressing matters to attend to especially here in the city of los angeles and in the state of california um so yeah i definitely think that that was a big one that that they really adjusted and huge shout out to new york for uh leading the way i really pray that someone from california is listening to this and you agree with me and some great change comes to us here soon as well the next one that they did which was equally as awesome um is that they also created a um, protection for employees of companies using cannabis. So employees can no longer be fired for using cannabis off work hours. Oh, wow. Very cool. So here in California, um, a employer can actually send you to a drug test. If that drug test comes back positive for cannabis, you're fired on the spot. But yet you can go and drink two bottles of liquor the night before, get pissed out drunk, blackout on the tarmac, wake up the next day, go work, no problem. So it's, you know, in my opinion, double standard, shouldn't be that way. Um, Without question, you know, there's too many laws that are very unfair. Uh, they're not applied uh, equally over the whole spectrum. Uh, there's still states right now that if you get uh, caught with a joint, you're going to jail for a sizable amount of time, you know, especially if you're 17 years old. Uh, and yet... Uh, here in California or other places like uh, Oregon and New York, 
you can have a substantial amount of uh, usage and you're fine, you know. Maybe get away with a little slap on the hand and and you just go on your way, you know. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, so I think it's uh, it's good that they're adopting it. It's good that someone's finally doing it because I don't even think, uh, I don't really know too much about like Colorado being one of the first states that did it. I don't know what their laws are, but these laws, I mean, they should be really uh, universally applied to anywhere that is recreational, in my opinion, uh, because I go to so many states so often. Like when I go to Vegas, every time I go to Vegas, did you know, and like I don't even know, but like I'll just say this, I go buy weed in Vegas. Did you know that there's no legal place to consume weed that you purchase? Really? Yes. In the state of Nevada, if you are a tourist and you go there to purchase marijuana, there is no legal place you are consuming that in the state of Nevada. That is the most asinine thing I've ever heard. Unless you know somebody who lives there. So for the sake of today's conversation, I smoked it at someone I lived there's home. Um, That's what I did. Oh, so you can smoke it at your own place, at your own home? No. You cannot smoke it because most people are there with a hotel room. No one knows someone in Vegas, right? Not everybody has family in Vegas. So... When you go there, um, if you don't have family and you're just at a strip hotel room or you're in like a like a like a timeshare, you're screwed. The timeshare won't let you do it. You're legally not allowed to do it. You can't smoke on the streets. You can't smoke at the dispensaries. You can't smoke in your car. You are shit out of luck. This is ninety percent of the recreational states today that have laws like this. So you can only smoke it at, at your in a neighbor. private I mean, property at your, that yes. is not accessible to other members of the public. Right. Right. So if you happen to live in Vegas and you have your own home there, then you can smoke it at you home. You can, but isn't that bullshit for a place of where course. you would consider a bunch of tourists go and like you would think that they would have some form of like, hey, come consume here? Especially when you're walking down the strip and you see like, people coming, walking around with their beers guys, or with their been a big, alcoholic this, exactly, uh, drink. Exactly. Like, why can't we just have a big parking lot to smoke weed in? Well, here's the story. Why can't you just smoke, smoke weed, weed on balconies? And, and keep walking down the boulevard? Who's going to get high from a, a little... You know, this reminds me back in the 60s when I was in New York. Um, there was this big loving at um, Central Park. Yeah. I had never in my life, I was only 18 years old, I had never in my life uh, smelled the the smell of grass. So we took the subway down to Central Park, my yeah. buddy and I. We walked in there and it was, uh, I mean, I've never seen such a congregation of people that were so at peace, happy, smiling, playing. And they were all the hippies of the 60s, you know, back in the late 60s. Yeah. And they were uh, totally smoking up. And I had no idea. I said, I told my friend, hey, what's that smell? He goes, that's grass. I go, grass? I go, man, that's weird. I've never smelled that in my life. Yeah. Everywhere in the whole park. You could smell the the grass just permeated. Wow, all over. that's crazy, man! That's and, like some and festivals. Yet, cops were walking around like they don't know what else. They didn't do anything. Because they didn't I don't think they can. arrest anybody. They can't do anything. I mean, what the hell are they gonna do? And Why maybe they didn't have the laws. I don't know, but uh, everyone had a great time. Everybody was just. Did you, you know, smoke some weed? Or I didn't know because I wasn't smoking oh, okay. at all. I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. I just like, wow, what's this? Yeah. Welcome to the Big Apple. You know. Yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing. But uh, I just remember that ex- experience. And now for people to say in Vegas, which is the you know the entertainment capital of the world, or oh, you can come here, you can buy all the weed you want, but you can't smoke it. Yeah. I mean, that makes no sense. It really does. But it really it's coming. It's coming to change. Yeah, hopefully someone will come because New York somehow, some way, I don't know what or who or what was involved in that, but they fucking did it beautifully. They like legalized it and they're like, here's the laws. It's all done. Like the whole package, not half-assed it. I think, in my opinion, 
as of right now, California and Nevada, you guys are fucking half-assing it. And you they're, gotta they're get trailing, up. They're trailing gotta, in the ball game. Yeah, you gotta just like, come on, guys. If if Nevada, I'm sorry, if New York proved they can do it and they did it quickly, then 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 we have no excuse. And I opinion. believe it's coming because yeah. all you have to do is look back 10, 20 years and the changes have been coming, you know, very fast. So. Yeah, very true. So speaking on that note too, another guy that I wanted to talk about is Blackleaf, who's a great, great cultivator locally here in Los Angeles. He's a private cultivator, so it's just him. And he decides to share with all of us his journey of growing these plants, which is very cool. I'd recommend checking him out. Great knowledge base, too, if you want some cool information. Black leaf? Black leaf. Yeah, yeah. Wow, and and the reason he of. says that, he says, my leaves are black and my ash is white. <laughs> yeah, really? no, seriously. So I've heard that uh, from all, I've heard from about five expert growers at this point that if you, they say, I don't know exactly, so unfortunately I'm still learning, but they say we push plants to the very limit, they become black. Wow. So I don't know what exactly they're doing, but the leaves actually are black. I will sh I will pull I up a photo never here. Seen so that. if you if you actually want to go on Blackleaf right now and check this out, Instagram at Blackleaf, you can see that. You see wow, that right there. Yeah. The leaves are literally black on this dirty sprite, and this is a black lemon twist, platinum Girl Scout cookies. And that's so, what he's growing so right there. So what's the? Uh, I mean, from this gentleman here, what's the uh, benefit of uh, pushing these? Uh, Plants to that level of black. Um, it leaves. just is like the most premium weed you can find. Really? Period. Yeah, yeah. So it, everything burns completely white. It's like that. Like he literally knows what he's talking about. And you know what's really interesting is on one of his last posts, he was talking about not smoking weed that tastes like smoke because some weed was either cured wrong or just grown in a weird condition, and it can taste literally like ash. It's bad weed. Like mm. a lot of some people smoke it. I don't want to go anywhere near it. Um, and I just think it's it's really really bad. So uh, he was talking about if it tastes like smoke, I don't want it. And then some people were talking about, oh, what's well, really important is if you get high, right? And then he was saying very interesting something I wanted to share. He was basically saying that if um, THC is above fifteen percent, fifteen eighteen percent, that is his normal smoke that he'll go for. Which is very interesting because most people that are getting into weed, they think it's all about the THC percentage because we're kind of sold with that. Like a lot of people will try to be like, oh, well, it's our fault because we shouldn't have, you know, we should have known. But we kind of were like told that. We were kind of like, yo, yeah, most THC people is don't what really gets you know. high. You know, I wouldn't blame anybody who knows that because I feel like, like me too, I was led to believe that. But when you start to go along and then you start to realize, that's some of the best weed by some of the best growers is only 18%, but it's a high terpene profile. So is the terpene profile that... It's called the entourage effect because uh -huh. THC on its own does something and then all the other terpenes on their own have their own effects that, that affect your body. So all together, they create an entourage. Oh, and I that's see. what each different strain does something different. So is that why CBD doesn't function um, on its own? It needs a little THC yes, to Yes, and I've function. smoked... Both CBD without THC and CBD pre-rolls that had THC. And CBD with a little bit of THC, that's a really interesting one because it'll just take the edge off, but you won't be high at all. Huh. But it'll just take the edge off in the moment. And what happened when you just smoked the one without THC? I didn't really feel anything. And there's a lot of people like me that'll argue that CBD that's hemp-derived without THC is actually more of a placebo. Uh, and I won't say that officially because I'm not trying to really like defame we don't really many companies. Sure, we don't sure. really know for sure. But in my personal experience, just saying what I felt, my uh -huh. own body, I can only speak for myself, not anyone else. 
when I smoked it, nothing happened. It felt like kind of like a placebo. You know, that's kind of an interesting idea, that placebo idea, you know. Yeah. As you believe, then it, 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 it becomes, yeah. right? I wonder if people can believe themselves out of a high because I've heard like a couple times people say the first time I smoked weed, I didn't even feel high. Hmm. And I wonder if they like were trying to be so macho that they like believed themselves out of it. Hey, I don't know about Maybe. that. Maybe. <laughs> you never know. Maybe you got some swag weed and they yeah, couldn't really get out of it. I think it's just some fucking swag. It. <laughs> I need to go hit up Blackleaf, man. Go see what he's doing. Right. All white ashes. Anyway, huge shout out to our guy Blackleaf for spreading a little wisdom. We'll probably, uh... And he has also has a new podcast you should go check out too. Shout out to him because you know he's dropping the knowledge on there. Let me shout that out real quick so he can get that love right there. His new podcast, First Smoke of the Day podcast. Make sure to go check that out. Apparently coming real soon here. Looks super sick. So does he uh, basically... Uh, distribute his knowledge just for people to go and grow or is it for him to basically sell his product what's the i've spoken to him a couple times uh -huh. um about it and he's told me that the last thing he told me was we will be available in the recreational market this year in all dispensaries over california oh, so wow. he originally was just like a really amazing cultivator privately and he's actually switching now into getting licensing Wow. And he's going to become an actual cultivator with a brand. So, um, yeah, he's he's working on it right now. It's coming. Well, it's coming that's going to be fascinating. So to definitely be able want to, to keep an eye out for Blackleaf. That's going to be fascinating to be able to get him on your podcast. And oh, yeah. I look forward to definitely bringing him on one gonna day. That's going to be a wealth of knowledge it's a bunch coming of dudes, our way. Man, it's crazy how they all like all the big, big, big cannabis cultivators that are like the serious ones and the legal. They all friends with each other and they all like share um, information. information. Yeah, I was looking this morning at... Uh, 710 Labs just dropped Triangle Mints, which is a, uh, it, it comes from the same lineage as Wedding Cake. Uh -huh. But Wedding Cake was actually like put together. Even 710 Labs gave credit to Jungle Boys for mm. putting together Wedding Cake. And uh, 710 Labs says all they did, they never crossbred those. They just hunted them a couple years ago. They found the seeds, the ones they liked, and then they grew them. That was it. That's so they have 710 Labs actually has a huge category, a huge catalog of stuff that they bred themselves, and then a huge catalog of stuff that was so good that they had to go out and grab it, and wow. then grow it too. That's it. I mean, it's come such a long way. You it know? Has, like, yeah, I yeah. remember, like I said, back in the 60s, you know, when people would would have a, a joint, you wouldn't even. Well, what kind of what kind is this? You know, yeah. it's just smoke it. You get high, you play, and you go, and that's it. Now it's crazy. Now it's like a thousand different brands and. Strains and cross mixes and crazy shit. and what are you looking for? I mean, you want to get a little body high, you want to get a little mental high, you want to get a little in between. Yeah, it's <laughs> you want like to go so to sleep, you want it for the pain, you want it for the for the mental stimulation. I think that they say that like there's like almost a hundred different terpenes now that they've identified. Wow. And it's like so you think of how many different. I mean, you can literally right now like I can pull it up. You can. This is something you can do if you're on the other side of your computer. You can go on Leafly.com. It's a great website that I actually use for resources. It's a great website to learn on. Right. Um, they're all dedicated to just really learning a lot about cannabis and sharing the knowledge. Uh, learn it, explore it, where it's legal, order it. So it's a real cool kind of like. Uh, everything you can do right here. You can search strains and get full profiles. But something that you can really do that's cool is if you go on there and you type in strains, right, there's actually a section where they'll allow you to go to effects. And on this effects, no they're allowing you to click euphoric cannabis strains. Holy relaxing, moly. arousing, focusing, energizing, and sleepy are the ones that they have right now. Jeez, Louise. Um, <laughs> so you kind of can click... 
wow, they have this. They've even expanded this. I didn't know that they had arousal. That's a weird new one that I didn't know was 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 on there. That means like you, you, when you're sitting down, yeah. you gotta rise. Oh, okay, to the that, top. No, that's not what that means, dog. I'm telling you, I clicked in on it. They're over here talking about sex and shit. Oh and, no, yeah, I guess into they got the whole, Sex in the City they got program. Whole, huh? They got a whole dedicated to that now. So I'm like, okay, but Euphoric. That's an interesting one because you always think like, I, I, every time I smoke Euphoric weed, it's dope. It's a dope experience. Does um, it get you to that level of euphoria? Yeah, because you feel like you're like energized, Captain America. OG, that sounds fire. That Damn, sounds fucking fire. I wonder if you need to get one of those shields to protect Dude, right? yourself. Yo, 100%. These are some crazy strains that I've never heard. Poison fruit, golden tangy, I've heard of. Blueberry lamb's bread. Wow. White LSD. That's a strain now. No way. Fat Nelson, Captain Jack. Dark Shadow Haze, Green Mango, Alien Reunion. Do they have any fruity pebbles? Oh, dude, if I type in, let's find out if I type in fruity. Pebble items. Oh, dude, I heard a couple weeks ago. Yes. Crazy shit. So, Mars Candy, which actually owns Starburst and all those products, mm -hmm. is not only suing a couple brands that were using their names. No way. They're coming after the strain Skittles. Skittles? Saying that it's infringement on their trademark Skittles. Well, if they if they trademark that name, perhaps they'll have. A so the the thing is, is they're saying that there's a possibility, and I'm just sharing this. Whoever owns it, please don't be mad at me. Is that Skittles? Skittles may have to be renamed. Is it Skittles or Skittles with a Z, and then it turns into an S? So it's just a Z before an S. Okay. But it's instead of. Skittles, it's right. with an EZ at the end, so it's a little different. Oh, yeah. It's almost like, but there was there was a time, and I forget what it was, and I don't remember exactly the ramifications, but there was a guy that, there was a very famous company, he took the name, he tweaked it slightly, he created it, he was sued within two weeks and shut down. Yeah. So, like, apparently trademarks apply to even slight tweakings if you can tell that you were deriving it off them. Right, right. So this is where they might run into a bit of an and, issue. And here's the thing. Everything is derived from something, from somewhere. True, you but know? I think I can argue that some are a little bit more, um, like, what's the word? Like Evidence. No, 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 like a little more, you know, original, maybe? True. And just have inspiration. Some are more like, okay, I derived that off. Yeah, and you know Like, what? I don't know if I could go to the guy that names Gittles and really be like, you just came up with that. It kind of sounds like... Like, cause I'm being honest with you. I've smoked Gittles, right? Right. When you look at the bag, it looks like a rainbow. So I'm, I'm guessing the guy opened the bag up the first time that he bred it, and he's like, it's Skittles. Right. And then he's like, oh, well, I'm not going to call it Skittles because Skittles taste the rainbow. Right. So then he's like, oh, well, I'll call it Gittles. So you're like, you know, obviously, you're not going to sit around and convince me that, like... It was like some shit where he, he like came up with it. Obviously, he came up with it by association. But then again, at the same Probably. time, there's so much shit like Girl Scout cookies. Why did the Girl Scouts not come after that? Right. What's, that's literally a complete one-to-one -one take from the Girl Scouts. Well, you know, it kind of reminds me of uh, a while back, some kid who had a uh, car page. He started making banners for his car hey, that page. Was me. Oh, oh yeah, that was that. you. I could talk about that. Yeah, you would think that I want to. I'm not going to bring up the guy because if he's yeah, listening, absolutely. you don't deserve to have my, your name in my mouth no, anymore, no, bro. Absolutely. And and everything that you did was petty. Anyway, uh, he was a little big guy in the in the in the car scene, and he had like a million followers. And I was like designing banners at the time, and I designed a banner where it was like we both had the first word Subi, 
And then there was lines on the top and the bottom, but mine had a completely different design inside. Right. So he just basically messaged me and threatened me. Yeah, be- because you put a line on your... No, but he threatened whatever. me. He didn't yeah. ask me to take it down. He threatened me. He acted like he could because like he owned he, it. who was... Like he owned the world. ...do it. And I basically told him, I don't give a damn who you are. I'm not changing it. And then he had a problem from there on out. And that was and the end of that. still idea. don't have... Yeah. That's he never drove a Subaru. He was always just like a fake guy straight out of New York. You know who you are, man. That's, You're the fakest guy in all New York. That's, that's and I know thing. a lot of people from New York. There's good yeah, people in New York. You're are. fake ass. Fake. <laughs> Certified, bro. And, 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 here, and here's the thing, you know. I would feel... I would feel, hey, if I owned Skittles and some guy with a big big brand name with uh, weed or whatever comes out and, and creates a, a Skittles uh, mark. Wouldn't you be like honored? I would be like, exactly. I Wouldn't would be, be like, like, dude, like give every, me more I frame to my name. All this stuff is like being taken and construed and just thrown the wrong way and like... Uh, g- give me more fame to my name, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But like, instead of of having that cool, uh, light attitude, oh, I'm going to go again and sue that guy, man. I'm going to go get him, dude. Yeah, bring him down. He can't be using him. Any association of my name or anything that seems related to it? I don't know, man. A little too too crazy for me. Yeah, crazy world. What yeah. what else do you expect? But no, it's it's one of those things. So it's it's we'll have to just wait and see what uh at the end of it all. I mean, what's gonna happen? Weed is one of those things that it's constantly evolving. So I was reading something. One thing I wanted to bring up that was interesting. I was watching this little news report on Yahoo Finance. They were estimating that we received an $11 billion hike this year alone from what we were actually looking for in, in terms of sales. Um, right now, they're estimating that illicit market sales make up for 50 to 60% of all sales in cannabis. Over the next 10 years, they're trying to get it down to 25%. Now, personally, I think that their numbers are very, very, what's the word? Um, it's like when you're like being too too nice with yourself. Uh, lenient? Too, no, no, no. They're like, there's a really nice word that a lot of people use sometimes when they're on the TV, and I always like to get the nice, nice words going. They're being too generous. Okay. They're being too generous. With their estimates. They're being too generous because in order to get down to 25%, they need to cut their taxes crazy dude they need to fucking because dude 40 would you go to bonds and pay 45 percent or 40 percent taxes on groceries you i feel like people well, if tomorrow you guys woke up went to bonds i feel like people would start losing it if it was 45 percent tax of course so like in the same way every time i saw it i was like dude this is fucking terrible see what what it became it, it the the powers that be decided to get into the game and get their fair share, you know. Let's sell, give us our cut, and go about your merry way. Yeah. So, very interesting. This week, um, the Safe Act passes House for the fourth time. Don't really understand. I guess they keep delaying the bill at the same time uh, due to some senators. I'm not going to get too far into this, but long story short, the U.S. of Representatives passed a SAFE Act for the fourth time. The legalization would allow legal cannabis businesses across to normally bank without decriminalizing the plant uh, federally. So right now, if you're aware, uh, there is huge hurdles that every cannabis brand faces in terms of storing their money. Uh, Nothing can be done on cards and banks. It's very bullshit, especially considering that the state is receiving funding from it. Um, so definitely something like this, once again, just proves... Well, here, here's a question for you. Yeah. Um, does the federal government receive taxes from the state's you know sales? What? I don't... 
I, I, I would. I almost want to say yes, and I almost want to say no, but I need to look into it more right. to get that the right would be answer. An interesting question. I think we should talk about it next time to get a real yes. good clarification on that. Just because I don't like to mislead people, so right. I'm going to look into that, and we're going to come back to that one though. But that is a great question because that to me would indicate that if the gov is yeah. receiving funds from taxation, that yeah. they're complicit in its usage. Yeah. So why the heck are the banks not being allowed to put the money Another in Another great uh, win for weed this week is two new studies say cannabis use is associated with more exercise. A couple of cliche-busting new studies have found that people who use cannabis tend to exercise more than no non-users. A study published in Public Health found subjects who had cannabis had higher odds of being physically active, while other published in Substance Abuse and Misuse had subjects being reported higher level of activity, more likely to say they plan to use cannabis in the future. So it all corroborated so with... So that, that explains why I've been walking forward to five oh, miles the last couple there. months. Oh, no, it's really oh, the doggy. <laughs> That's amazing, though. I always love to hear <clears throat> when we get some real, real good studies that start to break down those those stigmas and start well, to you go know, the other way. I think one of the biggest stigmas that have to has to be broken down is the fact that there are so many, so many professionals that use the substance. You know how many people have came out of the NBA and the NFL and said we we just smoked weed the whole time. You know how many attorneys, you know, <laughs> how many doctors, how many philosophers, how many teachers you you know use uh, uh, according to their needs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Amazing. Wow. I just got to gotta say this. This one was last week, but if you guys remember 420, just some cool uh, ones. Long Beach Creamery, uh, which was, I wonder if, I, I think it might be called actually Long Beach Creamery, dropped four strain-inspired ice cream flavors this year on 420. The flavors were called The Danks and included Blue Dream, Pineapple Express, Granddaddy Perp, and OG Kush Chip. Were these actual... Uh edibles or was it just the the name derived from the from the strain they were not edibles you cannot legally sell edibles like oh, that that okay. would be uh shut down They're, so it was just the name yeah it was just the name uh, it's just, maybe it's there just, was some form of flavor or something yeah it's just prepping the people yeah for no the but, future it's, but to it's come. really cool though that's yeah. awesome i think that's really I, awesome. I see that being a reality in a few short years you actually go get your uh, ice cream uh infused you know marijuana infused uh, yeah product and as long as you're either medically or over 21 and dude you go get it colorado uh, fucking love you guys you guys have been paving the way for us since the beginning is auctioning 14 cannabis license plates to benefit colorado disability funding committee some of the options include bong ganja hash hemp indica and sativa you can have these on your car if you no uh, if you win the auction i'm guessing you can have this legal colorado license plate that literally says ganja it's on the only back. if you live in colorado i'm guessing if only if you live or you have your vehicles registered there you have primary residence um, I mean, you can always and, buy it and and the bidding on, the on some of the plates reached more than thirty thousand dollars Dang, yeah. Really? So that that is amazing. So somebody's gonna have their new fer- Ferrari uh, uh, driving around with uh, ganja. With the ganja. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Instead of gacha, ganja. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is absolutely amazing. Just so cool to see all of the new stuff that's coming out, especially when you see something like that from from a state. Well, I think that's really... one of the most beautiful things about life. You know, that you see all these people that are so creative when. When the opportunity presents itself, you know, mm-hmm. and money is there, or even when money's not there, you know, the uh, the ability to create something, it's amazing. Yeah. It's fabulous. Huh. Well, it seems that um, 
Yeah, so Mexican cannabis legalization hits another snag. Apparently within their own politics, uh, they're having sort of a back and forth where some people feel like they're doing it too swiftly uh, and other people feel that it's too difficult to put into effect. Um, and uh, they, they had a deadline for October 2019 uh, and they've already extended it past April 30th and beyond. So it just seems to just be getting pushed back. Um, so that's kind of sucks. And one more funny thing to end this off. Polls say most Americans think THC and CBD are the same thing. Research firmly conducted. Americans, 68% did not know there was a difference between THC and CBD. Were, just a quick question. Were all these people polled? Were they high or not? They probably were high at the moment. They're like, I don't even know, dude. Just smoke some, some granddaddy perp, right? dude. It's the same thing as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Two stone. They probably got people out of the dispensary. Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh, the... my gosh. Man, I'm so... Well, guys, thank you guys so much for joining us on this amazing episode of Hi, How Are You? We really appreciate it. We hope you guys have an amazing, amazing Friday ahead of you. Uh, make sure, guys, to join us here once again back on Monday for another episode of Too Blunt. Check out my Carlos Cannabis Corner up now on uh, YouTube as well. Uh, should be up on Monday, all the episodes on there, guys. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Make sure to smoke strong, stay high. We'll see you guys all next week. And Peace. keep the peace.